0: who we got in a celebrity death match <laughs> we got I Bill a feeling versus bill, bill belichick. belichick who you going with i'm going bill belichick come man. on I'm he's legendary with... yeah. what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of double coverage with the McCordy twins uh coming to you i guess you can you can see if who are very watching. festive uh, if you're listening, you obviously can't see, but we have some Christmas de- decorations going on thanks to Dev's wife, Michelle. She came down here and did a great job. Oh, you got a cool shirt on today. Yeah, a little razzle dazzle. So, you know, I try. Who to, is it? Courage, um, the Cowardly Dog. You know, like that's TV a cartoon. Show. Okay. Cartoon, back yeah, in you the didn't day. seem like you knew. I had to remember what shirt I had on today. But as you know, welcome to our show on You Can Find Us. Every week on iTunes, Mama, 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 we made it, and also on YouTube. All you have to do is search Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins, and when you do, make sure you subscribe. And as always, you'll find us on social media, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at McCordy Twins. Do you think somebody will pay me for that drop, like Mama, we made it, and put it on like a radio show? And like, could they pay you? Like, like I mean, Jay Z has a song, Mama, we but mama, I'm saying it's my, my it. voice, so like, you think I could sell that? Like man. retire and, and do that if you do a percentage we'll have to go back to double coverage with the mccrory twins and all involved no, I, yeah, yeah i would have no it, I actually i would have no problem with that that's where it all started it's almost like um my man in boxing let's get ready to rumble like let's get ready to rumbles like those are just words like he are, are you but talking like the of, voice? Are, are I'm you, saying my voice is what makes are you that attem- happen. Are you attempting to say like those are one and the same? No, I mean one has a history built up, and I think, one's going to have I, a history. And I think he makes like millions off. Of well, that. some will say he retired now, but some will say when I finish. They will compare those two things. We'll get into boxing later. But as always, thank you to our partners here at Double Coverage, Boston Medical Center, and Embrace Kids Foundation. As you guys all know who've been following, keeping up with us, we've partnered together to tackle the sickle cell disease. And you can always learn more at TackleSickleCell.org. That is TackleSickleCell.org. For any information as far as uh, upcoming events, donating, whatever it is, you can find it there. Hey, once our sponsors start rolling, you'll be doing a pretty good job of that. Yeah, I'll, like I'll, I'll let you get the script and then you'll read off. Yeah, because times that we've done different things, you don't work too well with like the teleprompter. And stuff. I've gotten better with the teleprompter. Bro. Yeah, you, you struggled. That's not my thing. I'm more off the top of the I head. It was like quite... That's where I crush it. it was you quite, ever watch one of my interviews? It was, it was quite very, embarrassing. Like, but as I'm just a saying. You ever watch one of my interviews? It's very impressive. No, but I did see, I was on Twitter today, and NFL Films posted your. Ooh, um, we had that boy, we had it hype! They posted your. I had a hype in there Sunday. But I'm kind of upset. I did it the Tennessee game, and although. And we, we got smacked because you did it. But I mean, it was a way better speech, though. Like, they still should have. You won. should, I mean, we played the team that told you you suck. You should have a good speech for that game yeah indeed but I mean but I mean you that's can, like you us can, playing against Boston Cop- well no, nah, because O'Brien was there when he told me I suck, so I won't we, take it against the whole school we, we, can, we can go back to last year in Cleveland I had some epic speeches I probably need to hit the Browns up y'all to were 0-16 some- yeah but that, but I only, so, only, so, only, sp- only spoke to the DBs so you'd have to try. I only speak to the DBs too so as of right now when you speak to the team you were 0-17 in your last 17 games mm, I can't can I say I spoke in every game last year? Quite possibly that, 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 right, well, you're, that between, like. you're between you're between 0-14 and 0-17, possibly. Yeah, but I want Because no, you uh, didn't speak when you were hurt probably last year. Yeah, I did. Oh yeah, you're probably you're 0-17. And, mm-hmm. and gave a really good one hurt too. That is a terrible track record. I mean, you can't credit the record to I'm a just saying yeah. speech. As impressive as a leader you are to like get people hyped up and ready to play in a game to be 0 and 17 but but if you're a leader amongst leaders, but the leader is screwed up, it don't matter what the leaders underneath <laughs> doing. So I mean that goes out the window. <laughs> Not but anymore though. Not the Cleveland Browns have figured it out. They are figuring it out. Happy for them. Didn't fare well versus Texans this past week, but Texas there's always football. There's always going to be bumps along the road. Yeah. What we got? What we getting into early? In Quick this recap show? last night. I guess that was last night. Today's Monday. We're recording this. We'll see when it when is when it's done, but. Either way, last night recap. Minnesota Vikings came into town. Uh um, really boys are making down. Good team, man. Uh obviously they're trying to uh get, get things them. rolling and, and, and make a they push. They still in um, yeah, in their divisional race. Man, atmosphere here was awesome. You like that? There was, but there was there was quite a few Vikings jerseys in the crowd though. Hey, more even than, even more after than I the expected. game, even after the game when we went up to uh Bar Louie and, and hung out for a little while. Ton of Minnesota Vikings jerseys in there. I was like, "Damn." You know what? Though I think sometimes because you play teams like once every four years, that like anybody probably within like two to three hours uh, of here, you would come. Like you don't get to see your team in this area much if you're a Vikings fan. So what are you doing? Uh, you a come. sentence of the demographics. Of no, the, I'm just using some common sense. Of who's Vikings? I've fans been known. I've been known to probably have the best common sense um, um, of yeah, anybody. That I all know. that all depends upon who you surround yourself with. You surround yourself. Well, with, I mean that 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 puts you in that boat. So no, nah, I mean up so until, whatever you about to say, consider yourself in that. Up until this year, we've never really hung out much. So that's I mean, even your wife says my common sense is at of elite level. Anyway, uh, game was a fun one. You know um, why? Because you played well. Now the game's fun. I mean that's kind of uh, that's kind of been consistent over the past decade. So. I really don't equate that. Me playing I was well. been consistent. Me playing well. That's been consistent over the past decade. But not, not winning. That's been inconsistent. <laughs> but the play is not the variable that forms the consistency versus the inconsistency. Now you're confusing everyone watching and listening because you just, you're just talking, spewing things out. Well, what I was getting into was it was a great atmosphere, a back and forth game, 10 to 10 at halftime, um, going against a really good opponent. Yeah, it was 10-7 at halftime. It was 10-7 at halftime. I was caught up in the game. See, when you're playing football and you're, and you're totally dialed in, you don't even look at the scoreboard. I, I just do. knew it was a game. I know. I looked at the scoreboard because it should have been a 10-zip. We should have got off the field in two-minute situation. Indeed. Probably our worst drive of the game. Indeed. Indeed. And it was your fault. What was my fault? That they scored the touchdown. Why? 'Cause you're a captain and you've been here so long. Well then I would say it's Hightower's fault. Because he had a famous strip sack. You Same. guys you guys that don't know a little inside information. So uh in the fourth quarter, uh was this before or after the, the refs uh, messed up the fourth down call? It might have been right after. Right after. Um yeah. So we got a, a wake up call. Maybe one day he'll come on the show. Uh, Dante Hightower comes in, brings the um, defense up, and he huddles all up. And I, uh, let me give you my perspective. He huddles us all up, and it was like a controversial moment. So it was like <laughs> fourth quarter, like this just happened. Thielen and Bill, all of that stuff. So I was like, we'll get back to Thielen and Bill too. I was like, yo, High's about to give us that that speech to like finish this game off, and High rolls in and like he said, so. And 2016 in the Super Bowl against Atlanta, High brought everybody in. And he was like, No more, my beds. We everyone's gotta play perfect. And it was like, Dang, he's right. So, like you said, that's what I was expecting. And High brings us all in. And for you guys that watch, you know the green dot is very significant on offense and defense. That's the play caller. Um, and high comes in. He gets the play from the coach and then communicates it to the rest of the guys. He's on like, the Everybody in tight, and he was like, Hey man. And he's used a few choice words. He was like, I'm going to give the call to two people. I'm going to give the call to somebody in the front. And I'm going to give the call to DMAT. Nobody else asked me to call. I'm tired. You asked me to call four or five times. I'm tired of telling y'all to call. And everybody's face was like. Just silent. Just didn't say anything. And then a couple of people threw out the joke. Like, what's the call? And High got serious again and was ready to lie. Yeah, yeah. It was funny, though, because KV, like the sidekick, who also is an emotional guy during the game, gets pissed off if you ask him to call too much. He had High's back right off rip. Just, I'm tired of everybody. KV and High, worst two signal callers once it gets in two minutes and they, it picks up and they get a little tired. They will scream and curse you out, Yeah. just so you know. Indeed. But I'm the only one that talks back to them because i've worn long. the green dot before so i tell yeah, them it's I've, not ne- that, I've never i tell him it's not it. that bad it's annoying at times but it's not that bad i think the worst it. part is probably they got to hear flow all the way up until 15 seconds left on the plane <laughs> clock or whatever the time is that's probably the worst part of it all i don't know i've never had to experience it you know he said that to me right he said you probably don't want the green dot because you don't want to hear me i, I- said you, you're you're definitely right about that A twin moment, though, heading to the game. Uh, Me and Dev always ride with each other to the game just to make it easier for family after the game, not having so many cars. So Dev comes to pick me up. Lo and behold, he's wearing the same exact shoes I'm wearing. And we didn't have time to change because we got a a little pregame routine. We need probably about like an hour before. We need about three hours before the game to get everything situated on what we do. So, we just had to ride out. Yeah, same sneaker. As twins, as you get older, you try to avoid that as much as possible. Especially on our team. You, like, people want to make fun of us, talk. It's just not that cool. And it was red, flashy shoes. Well, like, for one, it was his fault because he wore these sneakers earlier in the week. So, I was like, boom, I'll wear these now because I know he's not going to repeat a sneaker in the same you week. You know what? I, I genuinely appreciate that you pay attention to what shoes do I wear inside the facility. Well, I see it. I mean, uh, your lockers. I mean, locker is basically right next to mine. That's a way of kind of tipping your hat to my man, move to the next subject. Of just like, man. Your wife dresses you. You know what? When I got ready to get dressed for the game, I brought four or five different pair of shoes out, and I asked her, which one should I wear? You do all of that just and to we go went, to the stadium? And we went, well, that's just, just my routine of getting dressed. If I'm going somewhere, my wife helps me decide. Wake me up when you finish, and we go to the next topic. You got to have a valuable person that's going to set you straight. You don't want to walk out the house like one of those games and you walked out the house with that like lion shirt or something on it. Like I blamed your wife because there's no way she should have allowed you to walk out the house without telling you how ugly that shirt was. You didn't like the shirt. I can't help that. No one would have. Can't no, help that. No one. No one told you that about the, like at the post game presser no, like no. the, what's on your shirt. No cool t-shirt. As you've seen since you've been in New England, I've been known to have some pretty nice T-shirts. Wherever you got it from, I'm pretty sure. See it's that fully, right there? I'm pretty sure it's fully stocked. That's another one. That shirt is scary. Yeah, but it's just letting you know what time it is. We're in December, bro. It's time to eat. It's awful. It's time to eat. Did what you hear? Is that? Did you hear Kirby Smart before the uh, Alabama Georgia game? I missed that. But he um, said, "I, I want you to eat. I'm hungry. You hungry? I want you to." Eat. Bama lost. I mean, Georgia lost. Yeah, but it was a good game. Yeah, but they lost. See, you would uh, you would really appreciate this if Chandy if uh, Chandler Jones was still here. But Bama's still hungry. Oh, you like my uh, sticker? Bama's still hungry. They lost. Bama. won. I mean Georgia. They lost. You lose. I mean, yeah. yeah. So the speech meant nothing. He his speech goes right down the history of my last seventeen speeches. Nah, Kirby. Smart they lost has, the game. Kirby Smart has a lot more wins than you. Victory Monday today. Oh man, Victory Monday! We uh, y'all'll probably see that. I don't know if they'll show that out the yeah, locker room, yeah. but we pulled that Victory Monday out. You yeah, know? convinced talk Bill right into it. We uh, we never know when Victory Monday's coming. It's uh, if you ever, if you ever get a chance to be in the locker room when Benish when Bill first finishes speaking, it's kind of like a very awkward silence. See you tomorrow. See right, you Wednesday. right around like right after about week nine, week eight to ten, we start searching for the Victory Mondays. And last week against the Jets, it was like a, just like that. That silent, and he was like, "What? We're in the mall. Everybody was crushed." And then yesterday, he was like, "See you Wednesday." And Matt Slater erupted, and it was a very good moment, wasn't it? And Jay ran in again like a big clown in the locker room after the game. I'm sure you guys will see that on some Patriot All Access or something. Runs enjoy, in, enjoy the moment. You jumping. gotta enjoy these wins. Would you just say my last seventeen speeches, Oh and seventeen? You got, you, you gotta enjoy these wins when they come. Yeah, but you're a big clown. You gotta enjoy them. Big clown. Did you see any of the uh, fight? I did. The Bronx Bomber. I did. Tyson Fury. It's the Bronx Bomber, but um, he's not from the Bronx. He's from Alabama. He said Bronx Bomber. He said Bronx, but um, I saw maybe the first two or three rounds. Kind of even, not much action early Um, But like usual Woke up to a bunch of text messages Saying Fury won Or it wasn't a draw Or it should have been a draw It was just all up in the air Yeah but see it sounded like Debate to me that goes on was Fury outboxed, him, which obviously a lot of people anticipated. That obviously Wilder, known for the knockout hit, the power that he that he throws his punches with. But at the same time, you're the contender. You come in to fight the champ. You get knocked down twice. Did you win? Yeah. Did you did you take the belt? Did you unseat him from the throw? Yeah, we got to rewatch that. We got not rewatch. We got to watch that. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I can't envision. We had a heated. We had a heated text message conversation with saying one one of our friends was like he doesn't agree um that you have to just beat the the champion and I'm like that's known in boxing history like you have to if you if both guys come in there and they land around the same amount of punches or the other guy's not landing a lot of flush punches and all of that. And uh boxing experts who watch, feel free, comment, let us know. Co- hit us up on social media. You know, we're not experts. I feel like the Mayweather Lan-animies. comparison is really good. I mean, Mayweather guy on top, when you watch him in his last fights, he fights a very strategic fight. Defensive you know? counterpuncher. Yeah, and it's just like You gotta go beat him. You gotta go beat him. Can't have two counterpunchers and think as a uh, But if he was going to fight, win. if he was the under if he was the uh contender going to fight for the belt that style may not work unless he countered and made some really good moves so yeah that's very like, true you know what i mean so i definitely understand that and uh wilder i mean he ha he has some antics leading up i guess that's just boxing in a hole you know what i mean but I'm you at, gotta sell that show baby pay-per-view they got yeah, me i I'm had a, guests at the house this weekend so i didn't i didn't want to leave my guys at the house with nothing so um pay-per-view got my 75 74.99 mm, mm, mm. uh and i didn't even get to watch it we're, we're not all able we're, i didn't even get to watch it. we're not all trust able. me i used to want to watch wrestlemania growing up and we never could get that dang never got to see wrestlemania you just see the clips when you come back yeah you People gotta watch jumping off cages you gotta watch the next stuff. you gotta watch that next wrestling day when it came on you, you still to watch, wa- that Monday you still Night Night watch wrestling nah. comes on usa no no yeah, me neither. not in my lane yeah me neither. in your lane basketball football more my lane yeah. switching gears a little bit, feedback what do you think kareem hunt uh, what's your uh rap- wrap rap wrap rap, rap your head around it like what 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 what's your take on the situation um it's like it's like we're repeating last week when we when spoke about Ruben Foster um just this time it's a video. So um, But what but how but that's everything though, it seems like. I yeah, to the public of course. Seeing to our league. Well yeah, seeing something, hearing something. But I, I think like I could care less about like the public and the league part of it. To me, like you see that you see a young man who needs help of uh, just figuring things out. And I saw um Ian Rappaport had tweeted out that Ray Rice would be interested in just talking to him and trying to help him deal with what he had to deal with, which I think is awesome. I think you now have a situation where, you know, multiple individuals involved now have to deal with something like, especially like you said, now it's a video. So all the trauma that was caused on that night from the incident now gets rehashed, is out again. Everyone talks about it over and over again. It's going to be on the news cycle for weeks, you know, so Um, I think it's just a case now where the right people need to be brought in to help fix a situation that goes way beyond football and all of that. And, you know, will it be back on the field? And, you know, I think, you know, you have to have some remorse for this young lady of, you know, it doesn't matter right or wrong, who was right, who did what, who did this. You know, you don't want any type of physical altercation between a man and a woman, no matter what the relationship is. So, um... I would just say you look at this situation, a lot needs to be fixed um, as people bigger than anything from sports. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, just sad to see, you know, um, young lady, like you said, young man and just – Whatever was involved that night, split second decisions dictate so much, you know, and I'm pretty sure obviously for him, if he could go back into that night, he'd obviously would do a lot of things different. I'm pretty sure her on her end would probably maybe not be in that situation to to even have any of that happen. But um, when you see something like that, it's just it's just so disheartening, you know, and you feel like especially as men and, and and leaders of our community, you want you hold. You hold each other to a high accountability and to a certain level and to a certain standard and you hate to see anything like that especially you're married you got daughters mm-hmm, you just that's true. you want to see everything handled better so um i think like you said best when we talked about Ruben foster now kareem hunt uh hopefully it can get to help and uh, a guy like ray rice is such a resource and um it's been, uh, I guess, inspiring. You can say to see from his actions that took place that landed him on the other side of not playing football, of having to figure out who he was a lot internally. To see his his uh, how he's evolved and uh, how he's gone back and talked to people and uh, mm-hmm. just trying to do things moving forward and um, with his wife and with his kids and, and trying to uh, make himself a better person to help others so, And I, and I think that's the key. Like mistakes are mistakes. Like. Uh, this one we watch out right in front of our eyes. We watch it play out, but at the end of the day, you can you can try to fix your mistakes and learn from them and move forward. Um, no man or woman doesn't make mistakes, so um, I think the key is how you move on and how you um, improve. You know the situation and, and try to. You know I don't necessarily know if you can right or wrong, but you try to get as right as you possibly can. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, definitely. You gotta. It's up to you to make the difference now and become better. So definitely Uh, there were, uh, I guess, teams out there trying to become better after Sunday. Green Bay Packers make the decision to move on from uh, Mike McCarthy. That definitely was a surprise. Was was he the longest tenure coach behind Bill? I don't know. He's definitely up there. So I I guess and that's why I guess it was a surprise to me. I feel like. A coach that's been there that long, typically you'd see him finish out the season if they decide to move on. I felt like there were rumors in 2016 about them moving on from a man. And then what, they beat the Titans? No, we beat, we beat, we beat Green Bay that year. Get it right. Uh, but either way, I think they made a little run, and I don't know if they made the playoffs that year or just missed the playoffs or whatever, uh, but he ended up coming back, and then obviously in 2017, Aaron Rodgers goes down, and you're not going to blame a coach for uh, a season uh, without Aaron Rodgers. So uh, they make the decision to move on right now, uh, I guess get an early jump on a coaching search, but tough, man. This is um, whose, whose fault is it, man? Knowing you giving us the runaround, whose fault is it? Mike McCarthy should have been fired. Is he the reason? Like, what what we got going on in Green Bay, bro? I would say it has to, to – me, you look at a situation from the outside looking in, it has to be a deteriorated relationship with uh, coaching and, uh, and quarterback. In situations like that – Only? You think only co- coaching quarterback? Well, I mean, obviously, the, the, the thing that's right in front of us is the results. Obviously. Yeah, but I disagree. It's not only coaching quarterback. I'm saying it's not only, but I feel like that is a key piece. Uh, when you have a, a quarterback as good as him, uh, if he wants that that coach to stay, there's a good chance that coach is going to stay, especially nah, when it's an offensive quarterback. Not court. in mm-hmm. an organization like that. That is a solid – like that organization yeah, historic. Has, has been running before and probably will run after Aaron Rodgers is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't th- – I just – I think they watch play. Like when you watch a team play, I think there's things people want to see done. When you watch a team, like, and when certain things start going, like, they don't want to see their team, the Green Bay Packers, lose at Lambeau Field to the Cardinals. I don't know. The Cardinals have a losing record. Like, to them, that was like, that's just one thing that can't happen. Without a doubt. You can lose to the Patriots on the road. And Green Bay struggled more on the road than they have at home. Yeah, they haven't won a a road game. Yeah, so, like, losing to Minnesota, uh, you know, on the road, division game, good football team, they can accept that. But I just think once they lost at home, um, but I just think unless you're in that building and you know, like,
1: yeah, we it's don't know it's Mike McCarthy's fault. We yeah. don't,
0: but when you got, like you said, when you have some talent on a team, it's the coach's fault. But it's still just like the league is just, obviously, it just goes to show you how results-driven and how such a fine line our league is. Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl. For the Green Bay Packers You know what I mean I think he's been In the playoffs Nine and nine, nine or thirteen seasons Or whatever it is It's, it's high Nine or thirteen mean? uh, Yeah so something like, like that him. You know what I mean And one year There's no Aaron Rodgers Yeah so it's like He's been winning At an elite level And it's just like But we don't care That you won a Super Bowl We don't care That there's a street Named after you In the area Wait Mike McCarthy Has a street name Has man? a street named After him I, I found that out When he got fired It was just like, but we don't care anymore because our prospects of making the playoffs are dwindling as the weeks go by, and it's time for us to move on. They named Joe Philbin as the interim head coach, but it just goes to show you, like, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, doesn't matter how good you were a year ago, two years ago. Oh, you sucked yesterday. Oh, it's time for us to go get the new kicker, or whatever the case may be. It's always about getting better and moving in that direction. So, um, I guess I, I've been through a coaching change in the middle of the season. It's different, man. It, it's, it's it's definitely different because instantly, as soon, as, especially a coach takes over, that's in the that is on the team. Yeah, how much do you think will change though? A lot changes, I, f- I feel like, from a culture standpoint because um, coaches, especially coaches that have head coach experience, like a guy like Philbin. Um, when I was in Tennessee, Wiz got fired in the middle of the season. Malarkey took over. He had head coaching experience in Buffalo and Jacksonville. So, as you're sitting there as an assistant coach, there's but so much you can do. The head guy runs it, makes the decisions, mm-hmm. makes the schedule, all of those things. But you're sitting there and you're like, oh, nah, <laughs> if, man, if I. <laughs> If I'm the head guy, I'm not doing it that way. Mm, no, nah, I wouldn't treat that guy like that. I would have did it this way. Mm, I wouldn't have called that play in this situation. Oh, I would have used the challenge. So it's like when you take over, it's just like, nah, see, this position has been slacking and we haven't been mm-hmm. saying anything to him. Well, guys have been rolling in late or going through the motions and we've been letting it happen. So it's like when that new coach takes over, it's just like, nah, I've been watching this go on for the past – 11 weeks or if I've been there for the past year or two years So I already know in place what I think needs to be done in this organization So right away you try especially if you're intern mm-hmm. You're trying to make your mark to show ownership and management like hey, I can run this I team, can do this and I know what this team needs because yeah. I've watched it over the past few years And I don't need the next guy to come in and vet the team because I know what's here How much value do you place on the interim coach like when you think when they pick an interim coach are they Do you feel like teams are really like man? Let's see if this will work Or if they're just like, man, we want to change so we can move right on at the end. And there's no, like, Black Monday and all of that stuff. Yeah, it, it depends, you know. Uh, I think all on the situation. I think at times um, you go into a situation, maybe like, yeah, we're going to get rid of him when the season ends, But then you don't know how players take to him. A guy comes in, takes over, and the team just gets rolling. The next thing you know, they went out. Yeah. And you're asking, you're, talking, you're bringing in your leaders and, and, and your veteran guys, and they're saying they love him. Like, we've seen this guy for the, <laughs> for the past however many weeks, and we think he'll do an extraordinary job. But a lot of times I think it's that shine. Any new thing, you know, it's the next up and coming coordinator that just called the most exotic plays that make it to the conference championship, the Super Bowl, and just like, well, I want dibs on him because he's the next up and coming thing. So, so uh, what, what do you think? Philman has to do? They got, um, they got Atlanta, Chicago, the Jets, and the Lions. I really think that decision's already made. What, four games you just said? So you think if he goes 4-0, and he's still out? Yeah. If that's, if that's if that, what they want? Yeah. I don't think you're going to do much in four games where it's going to change the mindset of, 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 of management or ownership. It's just We've we got four games. Let's finish out and move on and get ready for next season. That's interesting. From a coaching standpoint. Yeah. And like you said, who did we – we were just talking about uh, – oh, I think we talked about coaches being fired when we saw um, the Lions fired their special teams coach. And it's just like people don't realize how like that sucks mm-hmm. for your family, for but I, I think that goes to life too, though. It sucks when you get fired from any job, yeah, for coaching anything, playing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Any that is just awful. You know, let's get into the good stuff, man. <laughs> who we got? What was uh that joint called? Well, who we got in a celebrity death match? <laughs> we got Bill, versus Bill, Bill Belichick. Belichick. Who you going with? I'm going Bill Belichick. Come on,
1: man. he's going. legendary.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm not picking old man. man strength over over young, energized. The way the way he dropped that shut on him. I don't know what he said. Man, that's <laughs> why I said the the blah, blah blah like, man, that meant business. You titled that as competitive juices are flowing. I think, but from being down on the field, they were really just exchanging the, the holiday pleasantries. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Hope, you thanks, hope your Thanksgiving was well. How was the turkey? You think he was trying to see if he could get like a like a signed Bill Belichick hoodie or something after the game? If he would have came to the uh, casino night, we we was auctioning them things off. <laughs> we could have got him one. Going to be making a lot of money. That I mean, that probably was as good as I've seen. Um, that was I awesome. Saw... Just the situation in the but game. But did you see in 2009, though, they played Cincinnati in the preseason. I think it was 2009. And Chad came up. And he was, like, trying to chit-chat. And Bill was like, I'll talk to you after the game. Get the, just, just shut the – like, just <laughs> get out of here. I remember my rookie year, he told Mason that, Derek Mason. Started talking trash to the sideline. Hit him with very choice words, very similar to Adam Thielen. That's it, like Bill's go-to. But it was just awesome because it was the fourth quarter. We had, I think we were up seven at the time maybe. Yeah. Or did we go up fourteen yet? Yeah. Fourteen. We went up 14, yeah, fourteen. So we went up fourteen. And it still a lot of time left in the fourth quarter and they would they needed that drive to really really be able to make something happen. And that fourth down that fourth down play, I mean, we're celebrating. Fourth down stop. Yes. We call it a stop. Yes. Well, I don't want to get fined. I don't call know. it a stop, bro. It was a stop. Bad are you saying it was bad officiating? I'm saying it was a stop. Are you saying it was bad officiating? I'm saying it was that, a stop. That gets a fine. You can't handle the truth. Anyway. Um, um, classic movie. Get the fourth down stop, which we think we're celebrating like crazy, and and I had to tell y'all to calm down. It's first down, it's first down. Get lined up, get lined up. Well, the refs pointing like it's like y'all. I'm like the refs. Minnesota sees it, so they start to go fast. Get on the ball, get on the ball, and to set the record straight, Chung's shoulder was really hurt. Yeah, I know the guy didn't didn't play the rest of the game. Yes, like he 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 was a little banged up. You know what I mean? And the challenge flag was already down, so it was like, or was it not? I don't know, but I felt like I, it wasn't down yet, but I felt like I was having a conversation with Thielen and like something clicked and he was just like, Bill Belichick did it and just rushed to the sideline and went right after him. But the funny thing was Bill sitting there talking to the ref and it was just like out of the corner of his eye, he <laughs> just felt the negative energy and was just like, hold on real quick, Mr. Official. Let me address something real quick and went. But the most endearing thing was Kyle Van, Van Hoy. Hoy. I mean, you was there too, though. I told yeah, yeah. but I was like, Adam, no, not my coach. Not my coach. Leave him alone, Adam. Don't yell at my coach. No, I mean, KV said it after the game. He said he guessed he was frustrated because J-Mac shut him down. Oh, please, man. Yeah, that's what I said too. Yeah, defensive effort. No, but it was funny. I mean, how many times do you have where a guy's just barking and then like you walk over there and then like like you said, it was competitive juices. Guys just going back and forth. I don't even know what we were saying to each other. It was fun. I, 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 I like I and like, then leave it to Duran to come in and talk about uh Stefan Diggs uh jewelry on the field. I mean it was kinda like and but, but I miss, mean we're in a heated debate. Dalvin man, Cook's arguing with our whole defense and dude comes in did and dude's like two, ooh, two diamond necklaces and them things was shining. That's the first dude comes in. Shining, like, ooh, shining, shining. Ooh, right? you got you icy. I said, dude, man, back up, bro. So talking was to the he enemy. Not. Don't talk to the enemy like was that. Was he not? Nah. He decided to talk to the man in a, up 14 in the fourth quarter. And then he closed it out as closed the, it out. The closer, as the closer. does. Eleven interceptions since 2013 in the fourth quarter ties Richard Sherman for the most since 2013. Man. It was up on the uh, thing in the stadium. That's why they know they get ready for the closer. Mm-hmm. Huge play by JC Gerald Jackson. JC Gerald Jackson. Hitting the ball up, dude coming up with the concentration pick. Then Jay Jones finishing it off with another interception. Jay Jones ain't just finished off with another. He came, but we already hit the recap, but he was out there moving. Yeah, he was. All that four, What you got what we got cooking that, up in group chat. All that all that four two four two speed. Oh, we had we had meek we had meek day, uh the day the album dropped. Yeah, And then if you try to listen to if you try to watch Stephon Gilmore. Did you, see, did you see that? The post um, game. <laughs> I'm sorry if you were trying to listen to <laughs> Gilmore's interview after the game. Um, I left my I left my I left my bowl speaker on in the locker, and I went to shower, and I wasn't thinking about it. Big Trent told me to turn on that meat. So first, Big Trent tells me to turn on the meat. I said, I got you, bro. We gonna yeah, turn on that meat. You're not gonna say no. I'm to not Trent. saying no to Big Trent. Like if you see Trent, you know not to say no. And then Shaq goes, "Hey, turn on 100 Summers." yes Shaq, i will turn on 100 i'm just paying attention I, when the o-line tell me booms and i go shower and i come back and gilly, someone does gilly a video, lockdown doing the interview somebody does a video of gilly lock all you hear is the question and meek mill on the answer hey and it was a great song the playing. best part about it though is steph, steph never got louder just kept talking S- kept same stuck to tone. his base. gilly lockdown quiet quiet my bad if you were trying to listen to the quiet assassin A.K.A. Gilly Lock, A.K.A. Vote for Gilly Lock, Pro Bowl, all of that. Best corner in the league, baby. Balling. But like I said, we was talking about how the new album dropped. Uh, Shout out,
1: oh Robert yeah. Kraft.
0: Two times I've heard Meek Mill in the stadium in my nine-year career. Well, nah, they played. They used to play Wale's song, Ambition, that Meek was in. But Meek Mill's songs. The day Meek Mill came to the game this year, and he was walking the sideline. We played Meek Mill. And Sunday at four o'clock, they played that uh, was free where he shouts out our man, Thundercat, Robert Kraft. He brags about his relationship with Robert Kraft in a song. That was pretty cool. I know, I know. R.K.K. Chill back, probably looked up as what his Air Force ones on. Like, man, y'all know bro. I'm cooler than For the real? other side of the pillow. Crab don't know what Meek Mill rapping about. He knows that, bro. He he listened to the album. I'm gonna talk to him about the album on Wednesday. What Meek Mill is rapping about? He knows, bro. The most I'm gonna give you is that he know the album called Championships, and that he got mentioned on the song. If you are gonna ask him, ask him what's, who else is in the song? What the song I'm talking about? Well, he loves Rick Ross. So he knows Rick Ross in the song, and we've seen him throw up the di- throw up the rock. When you say when you say he loves Rick Ross, like define that. I don't know. He likes he likes Rick Ross. He so, said he hung around him. Rick Ross came to uh, Super Bowl two thousand forty nine. Okay. Okay. Came shut I it down. He, I didn't know if you were saying like he liked his lyrics, like he uh, makes dope videos. He likes his music like, he said okay. he likes his music. So he's a Rick. Ro- he likes how he he likes how he parties. Okay. So he I said every time he, he said every time he was out with him, he was with the nice shirts on, all the way unbuttoned, stomach out, vibing. Boss. said Boss. So he just loved the vibe. High good good energy. Isn't that what people say nowadays? Lemon pepper wings. Fat boy need a 10 piece. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Uh, on you think you think Mr. Crab been to Wingstop before? Nah. No? Nah? nah, he don't eat that, man. You don't think? Nah. All right, question. Drake and Mill have a song on the album. They were beefing not too long ago. Don't want to ask you about Drake and Mill. You obviously don't know neither one of them. In sports, can that be? Yeah, that probably happens all the time. All the time? Yeah, like Tlaib and Crabtree might be friends someday. Mm. You never know. Rip that man chain he Might be friends someday. You never know. Tlaib and uh, Slater got into it when we practiced against Tampa in 2012. Matthew, Matthew Slater and Tlaib. Friends, teammates. And within the match, Slater and Tlaib getting into it, Vince and Tlaib got into it after that because Vince had Slates back. Friends. It can happen, man. You help me win. We can be friends. The, friends. How many of us have then? That was kind of my solo song. Friends. can fa- You play in the NFL? Can family members be fans of other teams? So what Jay's referring to is our older brother, huge Cowboys fan. He, we were Cowboys Shout fans growing up. out Big L. Up. And when the Cowboys beat um, the Saints, the Saints, uh, probably within five minutes of the victory, uh, on Big L's Instagram, he posted a picture of we them boys talking trash. Sunday around eight p.m. No post. <laughs> pats beat vikings no post no post dang big l messed up for that or, or should he keep his loyalty to his team he'd been rolling with long before we was here talking whoever's about whoever's listening and watching the podcast we need answers yeah tweet us instagram facebook we need answers can you be a family member of an nfl player and still be a fan of another team even if you grew up as your favorite team well, yeah. what's the precedence? like what are we doing here can you root for him on certain Sundays? Can you only root for him on your, your, on the bye week of your family member? How, how does it all? What's work? the rules to this? We need we need to know. Yeah, Larry gonna be upset. We talked about him on on the podcast. Yeah, but we should, I mean we always got love for Big Al. Yeah, we love he's, uh, he's passionate, yelling and screaming all the time. He, yeah. he can't drop the Cowboys. He just he's put too much time and effort into him. <laughs> can't <laughs> can't now. Well, you hear one of my kids up there? I know. Every every, every week, every week. Poor wife. Better her than me though. Does your wife allow friends, family to come to games and wear the opponent? No, nah, she's not with it. Mama Max not with it. More Can't than do anybody. it. Can't do it, won't do it. Can't do it. If you come, you come right. Now if you want to come and wear another jersey, just let us know. We'll get you tickets in the upper deck Mm-mm. with the rest of the away Mm-mm. fans. I'll, you gotta pay me for your ticket. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, you ain't gonna you're not gonna be with the Pats fans. Respect. Yeah, we can't do that Can't can't show up with it. Couldn't show up With the Thielen And the Diggs jersey on Nah so if you One of our friends And you What's the name No, you gonna sit But one of our friends Came Blast came to a game He's huge Packers fan He rolled with us though Respect He just wanted to see His other team play But he respect. rolled with us Respect I, I think respect he rolled with us I think so I make sure He posted after Like the victory He so. rolled with us I don't yeah. know if he rolled with us When the clock hit 0 no. He rolled with us okay. We had this conversation before Okay Respect that College football playoff. Here we go with this again. UCF should not be in the playoffs. You they can't go killed. undefeated for two years straight and not get a shot. It don't matter. They get killed in the playoffs. They beat Auburn in a bowl game last year. That was year. a different team. Let bro. them decide if they're going to get killed. They get killed. All right, so this is the debate. I I, I respect that. I don't think they'd fare too well in the, in, in the other four teams. And right their right quarterback right. got hurt this year. I don't like it. But if you, like, so people, the, the one argument everybody says, well, it's their fault. Schedule a big-time opponent. You can't. That's not as easy as it sounds exactly schedules are right now they, they got the schedule all the way out prior to like 2022 you right know now. what i mean and you got those other the other teams that you're playing outside your conference and all of that and then like we talked about i'm not scheduling ucf if i'm one of these big schools why like i gain nothing out of if, being I'm, in UCF. The, if I'm in one of the big conferences and i'm already playing against tough conference yeah. opponents I'm not scheduling a UCF. It's going to be a really hard game to play. Hopefully they do get a – maybe they get a Notre Dame matchup or something. You schedule something. But it's Notre so Dame's hard. Because Notre Dame still independent, right? It's so hard because if – yeah, they're still independent. It's yeah, so they hard. They need games like that But too, you schedule man. that game out too far in advance, and then your team doesn't become what you want well, it to become. But you're still on the brink of being really good. But this that's what you got to do. You got to you got to risk it all. Yeah. I mean, over the last couple of years, they've been – I mean, Blake Bortles was the top five pick. Yeah, yeah. You got the Griffin. You got the Griffin twins. You got uh, Mike Hughes uh, corner from Minnesota. He got hurt, but. I mean, Bama seems unbeatable anyway. I mean. Yeah. I mean, you lose Tua, who's been balling all year. And what do you bring in? A guy who's already won a national championship. Yeah. Jalen Hurst. That was awesome, though, to see him come in the game and get that win. I mean, a tough, a tough battle. Well, out. We had a big debate in the group chat about, they said, like, Jalen Hurst is just a winner. And I was like. He is a good person. Like he seems like a really good person. He's an okay quarterback. He sounded crazy with this debate though. He's on a really good team, but it still take. But if you're a part of the ingredient of the really good team, yes. But like, so why is he a winner and the other person that doesn't play quarterback not? Like you would not say he's just a winner because he has the ball in his hands every play. On See, offense. I don't think that's right because I think then you walk away with like, well, this guy's a winner, but. You know, the middle linebacker who might start for four years, you might not say he's a winner. Why wouldn't you? But that doesn't get spoken about. No one talks about that. I was happy for him, though. He seems like a great guy. Stays on a team where he knows he's not going to play because they got a star that's uh, younger than him. Gets his number called in the biggest game of the year so far. Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. And that's what he did. He stayed ready. Taking some Twitter questions. What is your most used emoji? (laughs) Laughing face mine i feel like oh or the fist it's like Pound. respect i hear you bet word will probably be the little face with the eyeglass on where he's looking up confused like confused face. Face. i send that to my wife a lot of times you no, do I'm, see it, but you don't don't seem very confused about. guy and another one would probably be the poop emoji for some reason, my kids love the poop emoji. My daughter's lunchbox has a poop emoji on it. You know what's funny that you said, you're the confused face? Because they actually interviewed me leading up to the Minnesota game about um, was I surprised, not surprised? Did they call but, you Jason? No, they did that last night, but I got Bob so so. Oh, right? really? Yeah, he called me Jason. I said, come uh, on, Bob, of all people, don't call me Jason. That's a pretty good feeling but for But they me. asked me about, like, your play, and I was like, it's very shocking to see him be able to pick up and play different roles. For a guy like him, that, like, that's – I never thought you could do something like that because of all the confusion. Right. How long it took you to graduate college? You stayed an extra year, right? No, I stayed an extra semester where I took one class. Describe your brother. I could have took graduate Describe classes. your brother in three words. M- your brother being me, not Larry. Ugly, slap, slow. Annoying, talkative, loud. loud. Mine are way better than yours. Who is the most underappreciated defender you've played with in your in your in our respective careers? I'll go first. A guy I'd say that now I don't think is as underappreciated as maybe he once was. I felt like, but uh, Jarrell Casey. Um, I felt like uh, as we were coming, as I was coming up through Tennessee, he was a guy that was dominating for us, but wasn't getting as much. Um, pub and talked about as much uh, because we weren't winning a ton of games and I I forget what year it was but he had 10 or 10 and a half sacks and I felt like from that point on uh, it kind of skyrocketed for him and then just to give you another guy I felt like uh, Derek Morgan was another guy even still now like I remember one year Rack went to the Pro Bowl and played really well had like 10 sacks Morgan had 9 on the other side just wasn't a guy that everybody was talking about he was playing he played really well uh, still plays really well throughout his career in Tennessee. For me, I would say Rob Ninkovich, uh mm. never got the recognition outside of New England mm. um, that he deserved uh, double-digit sacks, with, like getting after the quarterback. I like that. On job. a regular, but also being able to play linebacker drop-in coverage, and then to me, the other no-brainers, Pat Patrick Chong. Dang, like, I was just going to say that. Like, with, with without a doubt, he's played nickel corner, strong safety, free safety. Linebacker. Um, linebacker. Special teams. Led the team in tackles. Huh. He's returned kicks. I mean, he does everything. Um, and arguably, like, he's easily one of the best strong safeties in the NFL as far as tackling, man-to-man coverage, filling gap, like, and just doesn't get the national recognition that he deserves. What kind of treats do you treat yourself after a game? Uh, a glass of wine and ice cream sometimes. Chocolate chip cookies, ice cream, or a root beer? Nice glass of, nice glass of red wine. I guess, I'm a, I guess I'm a little kid, huh? I said chocolate chip cookies, ice cream, and a root preferably beer. Preferably a, nice a nice cab yeah. if you want to get me something for my house. Who won and lost the weekend? I don't know. I didn't. My my screen's black. Yeah, I think I like came that. up with most of these. Lost the no, weekend. No, I came up with the best one on there. Lost the weekend. Yeah, you did. I guess. If you got to see, what what, are the, what is that? Is that the weigh in? Um, um, is that just the promotional? Was that the weigh? No, it wasn't the weigh in. Uh, uh, Wild, Wilder yeah. and, Fury, and, and Fury do their little thing. So you're gonna you're gonna give Radio Raheem the loss of the weekend. The guy who interviewed Wilder which I agree, but there's another clip to that. So Radio Raheem, so Wilder um, is talking about fury in a way, fury you know, battled mental uh, illness and uh, drug addiction and alcohol uh, and being an alcoholic and, and different things like that. And he talked about overcoming that. And Wilder talked about being a black person in America. He talked about, and he was talking about, fighting for years, his people, and they still fight to this day. And I think when he said it, everyone kind of knew he was talking about racism and different things that go on. And Radio Rahim, this reporter, who's also African-American, goes, what are you talking about? Please explain. And if I was Radio Rahim, I'd have been scared to death. Wilder starts screaming. Yeah, I thought it was more funny. I don't have to say it. Was understood was, was understood. was understood. Doesn't have to be said. And then he took his sunglasses off and he stared him in his eyes. He said, "These your people too." But then later, you see. I think thirty minutes later, they they actually reconvene and it's just them two. And he was like, "The reason I asked you is because if you ever watch my show, very popular show." He said, "I talk about when boxers come to the ring." different than a lot of other sports they bring their cultural backgrounds with them so whether it was conor mcgregor versus mayweather or when it was manny pacquiao versus mayweather and it was like or you see canelo uh fight and it's like every mexican person it mm. seems like they have to go for canelo or every filipino goes for pacquiao or every african-american goes for mayweather and he said that's what he writes stories on how what you come from comes in the ring with you and it either angers you; it's the reason why you fight. And he said, "And that's why I wanted you to explain, so people could see that side of it, which I thought was interesting." That's awesome. But it always so perception you, is reality. You just threw though. off my who lost the weekend. I just want you to be right. Did you, you said, have another person who lost the weekend? Have you gone correct mine? No, but I, I know one we'll have coming up soon. But I don't. I don't really know. I mean, Mike McCarthy lost a weekend, lost his job. I guess that's which I think, in turn, will probably mean the Packers are going to lose. I guess that's pretty evident. Dev lost a weekend. He wow. had two former teammates come up, and his wife wouldn't let him go out after the game to eat. with I don't want to go. I want to go out eat tonight but she still, after the game. She still told you you couldn't. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Who won the weekend? You could do yours first. I chose Steph. Better. I chose Steph Curry. Steph Curry had a fan, a uh, 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 a little girl, write him a letter. Asking why they don't sell his shoes in girl sizes. Good question. He wrote a letter back and said, that is a great question. I've been working on that. Sent her a pair of shoes that would fit her. What I think is planning to fly her out to a game, and he's working on getting his shoes made in girl size. Hey, is that the the treat and gift you have when you sign with, like, an Under Armour and you are the guy? I mean, you're, I mean if you're Steph Curry, no matter who you sign with. Yeah, but is Nike I thought doing it was, that, though? Probably not. But I just thought it was awesome that he – he went out. He seems way. like an awesome guy, the elite of the elite when it comes seems to game. Seems like superstar. an awesome guy. The guy you tell your kid, "Hey, man, watch that guy, man." Seems like an awesome. Watch guy. Watch that guy. I like that though. Most awesome. But my winner of the weekend, none other, the one, one Tommy Run. Tom Brady gets a thousand Did you yards see football life. Yeah. Every time he took off, it was just like a jolt of wind just went by. He was moving so fast. The funniest thing I think about why he really won the weekend was when he took a knee at the end of the game. I didn't see it. Quarterbacks, when they take the knee, they take the knee and they back up a couple steps to get away from mm. the line. Tom took the snap and he moved up a step to make sure he took a knee at the line of scrimmage because he wasn't sure mm. how many yards he had didn't want to over lose a 1,000. Mm. He didn't want to lose that stat. That is elite train of thought. He didn't want to lose that stat. So, like, that's a win. And another winner, Brandon Cooks. But he just had a thousand yards again. Only, re- only receiver to go three consecutive seasons with a thousand yards on three, three different, different teams. teams. Who do y'all call each other? I oh uh, he well, he calls everybody Flambowski. I call him a walking stack. A walking stack. No matter where he goes, he's gonna finish. He's not stack. doing much walking. That boy do a lot of running he at a do. fast rate. So shout out B. Cooks. He probably don't watch the podcast. Run Tommy Run. Tommy make it to two thousand. Hey, how about how about uh, Josh McDaniels calling a quarterback draw on the third down early in the game? Or was that not <laughs> mastermind? <laughs> anyway, more than an athlete, shout out Von Miller has been named the Week Twelve NFL Community MVP after unveiling his first Von's Vision Center at the Denver Bron- Broncos Boys and Girls Club. That's awesome. Yeah, the kiosk-like center provides underprivileged students with free eye exams vision screenings and new glasses without having to worry about transportation and buddy wears some glasses now that's awesome man. he does that's really good man that, and, and what's good about that is a lot of kids probably got made fun of you know having glasses he might have been one of those kids brings it right to you and he makes it cool definitely Shout out. LeBron, so many man. athletes doing so much more than just an athlete shout out lebron man. i'm more than just an athlete uh, as a reminder as we wrap up model two iTunes, YouTube, make sure. Mama, 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 we made it. No, nah, that's not making it. Make that was su- Amigos make, hit right make there. Sure, make sure you subscribe. Just search Double Coverage with the McCordy twins. And as always, thank you again to our partners, the Boston Medical Center and the Embrace Kids Foundation for all the work that we do together. Once again, ex- definitely appreciate you. And thank you guys for tuning in and listening to me talk and give some valid points and Dev just rambling. Appreciate you guys. Never. But at the end of the day, mama, we made it. Check us back out next week. Coming soon, Christmas special. You don't want to miss our Christmas special. It'll be coming up. It'll be a great time. We'll have the wives on. Maybe. See if they're naughty or nice. (laughs)